0: Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. And, um, first of all, thanks again to everybody who helped make, uh, year one great. Um, a little bit of a break from the friends this week, and the reason for that is because, one, I couldn't get a hold of anybody. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um... I've been talking to a lot of my friends lately, and a lot of like hosting has been coming up again. And I know I've shared stories before on here about um, hosting experiences that weren't that great, uh, but I figured we'd turn the, the coin a little bit, and I would talk about a few that are kind of memorable to me. You know, Excuse me, my words are hard today. Words are hard sometimes, guys. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> uh, so let's see. I mean, I've, I've had a lot of host experiences over the years. Um, big convention I worked for in New Hampshire, Connecticut, um, a few in Massachusetts, now Anime Boston, Austin, um, as most of you know if you've been listening for this long or know me. Um, <clears throat> and I mean, some of my best experiences do come from um, one of my first experiences, and that was, uh, well, we're, one of my first experiences, not the first one, because we all know that one. Shoe got thrown at me a good episode. Go back to season one and listen to it if you haven't already. <laughs> uh, but one of my funnier moments was so my second year working uh, for this convention in New Hampshire, and we were at a different venue, and I was hosting as Maze Hughes because I always loved Full Metal Alchemist, and the whole story of me becoming Hughes is a whole episode of its own that we can't get into, but I just decided that I was a good Maze Hughes. Fits my personality, love being the character, uh love the character, R.I.P. And uh I'm on stage, little venue, and I mean like you have your big stage setups nowadays where it's like there's stages that are lifted up and there's big curtains and lights and I mean that wasn't it back in the day, like this has been evolved greatly over the years. So basically you had like a small stage with two like, you know, staircases on either side that are set up. And I'm in the middle of hosting at this masquerade and all of a sudden it sounds like a herd coming. Because those stairs, I mean, if you've ever been on a masquerade stage, you know, like, they make a lot of noise when you go up and down them. Like, there's there's no quiet way to sneak on stage (laughs) with those stairs. Because they're kind of attached, but they're not. And the next thing I know is I'm hosting and these, like, group of cosplayers come screaming up on the stage, like, fangirling like all over me and I actually have a picture of it that I made my profile picture for the longest time on Facebook of me just standing there in like utter shock and disbelief going what is happening what is happening right now And I mean they did like their little fangirl thing and they screamed off stage and I think I stood up there for like two minutes straight just being like what was that (laughs) what just happened why is it happening and uh yeah come to find out it was we, we had like you know, security at the time, but they weren't babysitting the door, but they, like, they rushed the stage because, I mean, they liked me, which is flattering, but also at the same time, very dangerous and very scary. (laughs) From that point on, um, at this particular convention, I had a, like, permanent security person on either side of the stage um, that would basically, like, were there to tackle people, to not do that. (laughs) Because, I mean, if they'd been up there with anybody else, like, somebody could have gotten hurt. Don't do it, guys. It's not something that you should do like rush stages like that. Unless it's part of your skit, obviously, but <laughs> it was just funny that I had to have like a permanent security person from that point. On. I was like, I don't know what people are going to do right now. <laughs> um, but leading into that same convention, I think maybe about a year later, oh, I'm trying to remember what I was dressed as. Cause I mean, I did so many conventions, so many costumes. Um, and I'm trying to remember when it happened because I used to do opening ceremonies, closing ceremonies, uh, maybe a game show or two But Grave was the big one um, But one of the years I was hosting And somebody comes Up to the stage, like the front of the stage Not rushing the stage or anything While I'm hosting an event And they're just like, I want you to have this And I was like, what is happening? And I, you, know, you reach out and you're just like, okay But don't take things from strangers it's Like, <laughs> if Tony Stark has ever taught me Anything, like, I don't take things from strangers <laughs> I don't like things handed to me, <laughs> especially after this. This person hands me something. And I go and I reach for it. And it was his underwear. <laughs> like these boxer brief underwears. I'm like, oh, thank you. What's happening? <laughs> Which they assured me, assured me, assured me. It was like the la- like a brand new pair. They just put him out of the package. And I'm just like, why are you giving me underwear? I don't want this. So, I mean, the underwear, unfortunately, got misplaced somewhere, be it I handed it off to somebody else going and get rid of it, or I myself put it in a trash somewhere, because who's going to trust that? It's a convention. If anybody's been to a convention, you know people are kind of like confunct by the end of the weekend. Like, you just, you don't know people, especially like, I know these people now, but I didn't at the time. So those definitely went far away. And I just remember at closing ceremonies of that year. Being approached, and uh they asked me like, "Oh, do you still have those?" And I was like, "No, I don't still have them. (laughs) Why would I have hung on to those? That's terrible. Like, no one's gonna keep somebody else's underwear. Like, oh, that was my last like clean pair. Oh well." And I'm like, "Ew, ew, ew." Because then you're thinking in your head, like, "Oh my god, like this is literally day like three, maybe four for you at this convention, and you are wearing who knows what day underwear." Eh. Anyways, (laughs) don't give people underwear. (laughs) I think it was Vash. I think I was Vash the Stampede because that was my third year, and I think that was Vash. Oh yeah, no, don't take things from strangers on stage. <laughs> um, but as far as like hosting experiences go, things that I've like enjoyed, loved. Um, there was a year uh, that we did Loop in the Third, and I got to work with two of my really good friends, um, Joe Zuzi, who's been a guest on the show. Which again, if you haven't heard his episode, go back, it's um, entitled Dad Jokes wicked nice guy so fun to work with um and he just he loves cosplaying loves you know being involved and stuff and I think we mentioned our Lupin um cosplay um in his episode as well um but I also got to work with my friend Ken Irons who hasn't been on the show yet Ken so whenever you'd like to come on here we have stories we have hosted together for years so there's that um but the Lupin year was so much fun because it was, you know, in between like skits and stuff, you're trying to entertain the crowd. And we just kept it very, um, you know, true to the show. Like, you know, uh, Joe was playing now you have to forgive me because it's literally nine in the morning and I'm trying to remember things, <laughs> uh, but he played the cop of the show that always chases after Lupin and his group. And <laughs> he, uh. We did the bits where, like, you know, we'd hide on stage or we would, you know, I came on stage in a box so he couldn't find me. And, like, we unpacked the box and I came out of it. That's how I entered on stage for Masquerade. Um, but my favorite bit of the show was before we left the hotel room, I was like, um, let's see, is there anything here that I need to grab before I go downstairs to stage? And I took the lampshade from the room and I'm like, I'm going to make a bit out of this. Just, just go with it. So I take the lampshade and I got to use it. We are on stage and it was one of those I had to hide moments. And I grab the lampshade from backstage and I run on stage with it. I just put it on my head and I'm standing in the middle of the stage and he walks on, he's looking around, he's looking around, you know, playing it up <laughs> and he goes, Oh, it's really dark up here. And just like starts pulling on my tie to make it sound like the light's going on and off. And I'm like, click, 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 click. <laughs> and lifts the lampshade up and I'm looking anywhere but at him, puts the lampshade down. And he's just like, Oh, the bulbs out, and walks off stage. <laughs> and I don't know why it's so funny it just it was funny um take the lampshade off and i'm like what an idiot like but it's such a good thing i'm just like standing there with a lampshade on my head Uh, and it was it was good the crowd loved lupin lupin was fun um uh rule 43 came up at one point which was a really funny bit too i wish a lot of these masquerades were on i mean a lot are now but the earlier years, I really wish they were still on because I would be posting them all over my Facebook page and my Twitter. So people could just see how ridiculous things used to be, <laughs> you know, before like the quality went up and everything was 4K. And somebody wasn't recording from the way back of a, a room, hoping that, you know, they caught everything and you could actually like see people's faces and be like, I think that's me. <laughs> um, but I, w- I yeah, I mean, I'll have to go back and find some clips and put them up. This week. That's a mental reminder to myself and to you guys to stay tuned for that. Oh, Bash of Stampede was a good year. Um, even though I got underwear. Lupin was a good year. Um, said I'd done like dating games and things with Ryan, which we've talked about in our episodes. All Good Times, Torchwood. Um, I did a lot of... I kept it anime for anime conventions as best I could. But, you know, after a while, you're just... you. People stray away from things. One of my favorite years for um, the New Hampshire convention uh, definitely was probably my Hamilton year. And that's a good story, too. I I can't remember now that if I've mentioned it or not. I'm I'm sure I have um, offending people dressing up as Alexander Hamilton to host a masquerade, which I mean, I get it. Hamilton come out, people are like, oh, everyone's trying to dress like Lynn, and Lynn is, you know, from Puerto Rico, totally understand, but, I mean, the other thing is, too, is that Lynn is dressing up as Alexander Hamilton, who was a white, red-headed Scotsman, and, and the whole point of the show of Hamilton is just, like, the diversity of it, it's like anybody could play anybody, like, they talked about girls possibly playing leads in the future of, like, Washington or Hamilton, and... I mean, as a person that's already, like, you know, very dark hair myself, I just put the wig on. It's like, I threw a beard on myself. Hi. I put a beard on myself for all of my costumes that require beards. And people just took it as offensively. Like, I was trying to make myself into Lynn. And I'm like, no. No, it was not. (laughs) But that was. The masquerade went really well. And it was, like, a time travel theme, which is really funny. Um, And it worked out. But, yeah, that was was some drama there. Um, Which I'm just like, okay, guys. Like, definitely was not you know making my skin darker or anything like that not offensive in my eyes um which is funnier too because in that thread of the person like saying something everyone's just like you're crazy this is ridiculous like no they weren't no that's not what happened (laughs) always drama at these things you know it's weird drama drama conventions go figure um let's see i'm going back through my head i've done so many hosted so many masquerades i'm just trying to think now it's fun because anime boston i mean I, I host as a character but it's a character that's still my personality so it's not so much i have to stay true to like any animes or mangas or anything like that um playing ouija is very freeing actually i get to wear what i want um obviously within reason I'm not gonna you know wear anything inappropriate but you know like i get to wear like a jeans and a sweatshirt or a shirt um and just go on stage and just have fun as myself kind of in this persona that we've created so that's nice what have you got opinions wash my sister's cat has a lot of opinions i apologize <laughs> do you not like ouija i'm sorry i'm so sorry offended Offended. <laughs> um but no i have a really good time with that because like i said it's very freeing not to have to like worry about being like oh i have to be just like this character or i have to be i have to be on like all my facts and stuff because what if somebody asks me something about like this anime or this character and you know, being me, it's like I'm my own personal factoid. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I mean, down in Connecticut, when we worked at that convention, I had several good years down there. Um, the year we did the Avengers, obviously, because, again, I get to be my favorite character in the world. Uh, but it was a whole different atmosphere at that convention because we would have to... Um, Kind of script things a little bit just to keep it on track, which also offended people somehow. So, whatever. Can't please everybody, right? Um, but it was just kind of one of those things where it's like we need to stay on task and we have to stay focused because we don't want this thing to run over. Sir, do you mind? My God. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, I do have a guest this week. I can't edit him out. He'll be very offended. Do you mind? You don't even cosplay. Get out of here um so you know it's just good to stay on script just to keep things timed out because you've only got so many hours in the room you don't want to run over to anybody else's panels um and my group of friends and i like we could go very off book if we'd wanted to we could have we could have streamlined for like about an hour and been like oh crap there's another skit you know so mostly for us to keep us on task but you know to help also keep the convention on task but the, you know, the Avengers year was good because it was kind of like an election year thing between Captain America and Skeletor. And I was playing Tony, who was very bitter about the fact that they didn't let him run. And I remember opening that masquerade. And I told my friends in general, too, I was bitter about it as a person, not just <laughs> not just as Tony on stage. I was like, guys, like, you, you're really going to have Captain America run against Skeletor? It's like Tony Stark would wipe the floor with him. They're like, yeah, but that doesn't make a good show. And I was like, this is a, okay, whatever. So... I was kind of like the announcer for their election thing and Skeletor goes up and everyone's like, I vote for Skeletor. And then they're like, oh, Captain America. ah." And I was like, what about Tony Stark? And the whole room lost their mind. And I'm just kind of sitting there going validation. But also like, see, you guys messed up. So it kind of does make sense that Skeletor kind of won, but didn't win. Wasn't a magical girl. That whole masquerade is online and I very much recommend watching it because it was funny. Just like the banter back and forth between the Avengers and Skeletor. And our friend Halden played Skeletor and he was hysterical. Like he played such a good Skeletor. He also played a really good Deadpool. Um, There was a year before that where we hosted as Sherlock Holmes and Watson. And, you know, Sherlock Holmes is basically losing his mind the whole show. I think I had at least... 10 costume changes in that show because i would keep coming back on as homes trying to like solve the case while watson kind of hosted um in different disguises like i come on as different characters from different shows like i did full i had a whole like little section backstage where it was like my own dressing room where i like just hung the costumes up and kept getting changed came on as like a bar maiden and um kirk from star trek and i came on as Carmen san diego at one point like it was so good like the one was Carmen San Diego, we had Maddie, um, our friend Maddie backstage, and she was, uh, reading the lines for me, and I was just on stage mimicking them, and she's like, "How are you throwing your voice like that?" I'm like, "There's no time, Watson." <laughs> but basically, it was like a slow progression watching that show of me losing my mind, um, just because everyone else is like, you know, it's Sherlock Holmes, so he's just aggravated because he knows everything, and everyone else is, kind of dumb. <laughs> like, what do you mean? It was the maid all along. What? It's like, oh my god. <laughs> so yeah uh that was a good year and I think that was my second year down in um, Connecticut that was a pretty good time and our friend Halden played Deadpool which again a really awesome Deadpool um thankfully all the Connecticut conventions are online and when I put this episode up I'm going to make sure to link uh I'm gonna make sure that I link those um so people can watch them if they want to and have a good laugh at my expense Uh, let's see. Any other good years in Connecticut? I mean, like, the Hunger Games year is probably the one that people remember the most. It's like, we did a mashup between Lord of the Rings and Hunger (laughs) Games. Oh my gosh, it was so good. I was playing PETA, and I played the victim very well to, like, get the audience to like me. I hosted that when my friends came on as different Lord of the Rings characters, um, or Hunger Games characters. Um, and at the whole time, it was, the whole premise of it was basically, um you have to find the one ring to get off the stage and give it back to um someone which i'm not going to ruin it for you because you should go watch that one it was it was hysterical and yeah it's they're trying to find the one ring in the like auditorium um that we're in and everyone's just beating down on Peta like you're like oh what are you doing just like host like distract people while we look for this i'm just like okay I'm fine it's fine I'm just you know not in the Hunger Games haven't been starved for days this is fine <laughs> There's a whole musical number in it which again don't want to don't want to spoil but definitely go back and we're, we should watch that one but it was a good year too I'm um, in a bad year too because That was the year that the fire marshal decided they could only let like 20 people up into the auditorium at a time instead of just letting the line like progressively go up to the auditorium. So it cut into almost 45 minutes of our time at the masquerade. And of course, our other friends like helping with the masquerade. They only had so much time in between things before they had to do other panels and stuff or events across the street. So we had to do that entire masquerade in like an hour because, like, once we got the room half full, like, we're going. We have to start because we can't not start right now because then no one's going to be able to do anything. So we had to do that whole masquerade in an hour, like, tore through it. I think it's a record for, like, a big convention. Honestly, like, to have a uh, masquerade that fast. It's like, okay, cool, anyways. Blah. All right, that was great. Cool, bye. You know, like, oh, we did a little skit thing and we're leaving. <laughs> Go, 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 go. Everybody on stage. Cut their music off. No, I'm kidding. Nobody got their music cut off. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, like as hectic as, as that year was watching it happen um, in the video after, you could have never told. But just, you know, goes to show our professionalism. It's like, that's what you want to call it. We were very professional, guys. Very. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I had a lot of good years hosting. Um, the hosting aspect of it. Um, some of the other things, you know, nothing goes perfect in a perfect world. So, but you know, like I have a lot of good hosting memories. Um, I'm not going to share a lot of them, um, with Ken cause hopefully he comes on the show someday so that we can actually talk about our hosting experiences together. But he and I cosplayed and hosted, um, at a convention for a long time and we had some good stories behind the scenes. So. I will save those for another day, but I feel like this is a nice little quick episode to get you through the week. Um, we've had some pretty long episodes on here, but it, you know, figured a little shorty wasn't too terrible to throw your way. Uh, thanks for listening guys. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Um, I'll get those videos up during the week just to, you know, entertain you, I guess, uh, entertain myself. Cause I love going back and rewatching them. Uh, if you like the show, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Uh, over on Facebook, over on Twitter. Uh, You can look up Convention Confessional, posting over there all the time, little updates and new episodes. Also, um, we're on all your favorite podcasting platforms, as well as over on our YouTube channel. Uh, So you can have a closed caption option if you need a closed caption option to listen to the show or watch the show. Uh, I have a book out. It's called, that could have gone worse. Get the title wrong, Katie. Way to go. Botched it. (laughs) I have a book, and that book is called That Could Have Gone Worse, Life Lessons from a Dinosaur Cosplayer. It's available over on Amazon, and I'm hoping to uh, bring a couple copies to Anime Boston with me when the time comes. Maybe hide them around the convention center, sign them. Um, But feel free to buy that. It's got some good life lessons in there, as well as some good convention stories. Um, One or two that I might have shared on the show already, and a couple that I definitely have not shared in the public because... I have not <laughs> you can't share everything in your book Then no one buys the book Duh. um oh so at amy Boston this year we're going to be holding convention confessional live that's right we're going to have a panel kids and you can come on down and check that out i don't want to give away too many um spoilers about the panel um as soon as i have a time and a date obviously i will share that with you the masses so that you can come and join me um all i can say though is be prepared. (laughs) Be prepared. Always. Always be on the edge of your seat ready for anything when it comes to this show. Uh, Guys, thanks again for listening. Thanks for downloading. And I will catch you next week. Bye!